You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 199, Top Reads of 2018. I always like kind of just going back over the year and letting you know some of the the top standouts in books that I read over the last year. I, I typically read anywhere from 45 to 55 books a year, and uh, and I always like to kind of just give a recap because obviously some are better than others, and we all know that leaders are readers. And if you want to continue to grow in your leadership, if you want to continue to grow in your influence, then you've got to read. And, uh, you know, people are reading differently today. You know, they're reading blogs, they're reading articles. Um, The idea of sitting and reading an entire book is almost a lost art, but I do recommend it. And and that doesn't mean that there aren't some books that, uh, you know, I'll start and not finish because it's just not very good or it's not, not helpful. But, uh, but I really do recommend reading. And, you know, that's a great goal maybe to even consider for, for, for this new year. You know, what would it look like if you read a book a month? If you committed that over 2019, you're going to read one book a month. Now, if you're already reading two or three books a month, then you might want to up it. But, uh, you know, or change your goal or even leave, leave it as is. But if you're not reading anything... Um, if you're really not committed to reading and personal development in that way, then I would say maybe consider what would it look like. Because if you read one book a month, that's 12 books over the course of a year that uh, that could help you. So let me give you my top books for 2018. And of course, there'll be links in the show notes if you want to check them out. But uh, but I think these books will really help you, and 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 you know these have been ones that have really benefited me. The first one I want to highlight is Amplified Leadership by Dan Ryland. Now Dan Ryland is the executive pastor of a large church in in our community, Twelve Stone Church, and he worked with John Maxwell for twenty years. And if you're um, uh, not familiar with John Maxwell, definitely check him out. He is the uh, one of the leadership gurus in the U.S. and in the world. But in Amplified Leadership, Dan Ryland pretty much takes us through a process of finding and establishing uh, leaders and the right people in your organization. Um, and this is not just a Christian book. He's writing a book that can be used by a, a human resources person, um, the president of a company, if they're also responsible for you know looking for people in, in their organization, um, depending on its size, um, you know people on a church staff. Uh, really, he takes everybody through the process of finding people to fit in the right places in your organization, making the right hire, the right connection, 
And, um, you know, even, even training that new person as you go along, he has got a beautiful process. Uh, I mean, I'll just give you the high points. Um, basically breaks it down into five parts. Establishing a relationship, because listen, leadership works best in relationships. Um, you know, if you're trying to hire somebody for your company, that's great, but do not downplay the leadership aspect of it. You've got a much better chance of having somebody come to work for you and stay if there's a relationship there. If you've created a relationship and they know that you care about them, um, you've got a much better chance of retaining them. So establish a relationship. Point number two, he, he goes over is engaging a follower um, and, and the importance of engagement. And this really delves in a little bit deeper into the relationship. Number three, embracing a team member. Now you've pulled them in and you're helping them find where they fit in the organization. Number four, you're coaching an apprentice. And then number five, you're mentoring a new leader. Because the reality is, I don't want to just create followers. I, that's really not what I want to create in, 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 in our church. I want to create leaders. And not only do I want to create leaders, but I want to create leaders who create other leaders. And so that's always our goal is to not just bring on new team members, but to, to bring on new team members who are going to find where they fit in. And then they're going to, um, you know, get plugged in. Then we're going to develop them as a leader and then they're going to be a leader who creates other leaders. So Intentional Leadership, Dan Ryland, check it out. Phenomenal book, easy read, great stories, a lot of fun. Number two, um, another really influential book that I read in 2018 is called Intentional Living by John Maxwell. And remember what I said, uh, Dan Ryland in our first book actually worked with and for John Maxwell for about 20 years. Um, John Maxwell is one of the top leadership gurus in the world. And if you've never read anything by John Maxwell, read Intentional Living. Uh, most of his books have to do with uh, leadership. That's what he's known for. But in Intentional Living, he talks about how to lead ourselves. What does it mean to lead yourself into an intentional lifestyle. You know, too too sadly in our society, so many people just kind of float along, drifting down the, the river of life, hoping it takes them somewhere at the end. But you know, we don't drift our way into success. We have to be intentional about it. We don't drift our way into a great marriage. We have to be intentional about it. We don't drift into having great kids we have to be intentional about it. And we don't drift into having a, a great career. We have to be intentional. So check out John Maxwell's book, Intentional Living. Another phenomenal read. John is a master storyteller. Um, and he teaches so much through the stories that he tells. So definitely check it out. Book number three for 2018. One of my top reads multiply disciples making disciples by francis chan and mark boving you know discipleship 
and, and I'm talking to Christians now, but discipleship seems to be kind of a lost art in the church today. Our pastor said recently that too many people have no expectation of anything changing if if they become a Christian. There's just this understanding that it's just one more thing you need to do in America or in the Western world. You know, um, take a shower, brush your teeth, become a Christian, be a good person. We kind of lump all those things together. When in reality, the most radical decision that any person can ever make is to follow Christ. And if it's not like that for you, I encourage you to maybe take... Uh, 2019 and reevaluate your relationship with God, your relationship with Christ, because it should be different. Uh, The Apostle Paul told us in 2 Corinthians 5, he said that um, if any person is in Christ, they are a new creature. We're not a restored creature. We're not a, a, uh, you know, new and improved. We are totally new. Everything becomes new when we give our lives to Christ. And, you know, sadly, we've just kind of left behind the idea of becoming a disciple of Jesus. You know, Jesus didn't call people to become good Christians. He didn't call people to become Christians. He called people to follow him. That was the call that he extended to his disciples. He said, follow me. To Peter, he said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And I wonder what would happen today if we really took seriously the call of discipleship. So this book, Multiply, by Francis Chan, is absolutely phenomenal. It's it's created to help churches kind of get back to the the most important thing, which is making disciples. And it's it's got a, a website associated with it that's got... Uh, a bunch of free videos, like 20 or 25 short videos. So so this book can be used um, individually or for small group study. It's an excellent resource. It's a great book. It's an easy read, but it's just dynamite. It's very challenging, but it's dynamite. And then the videos that go along with it, these and these are short videos. They're three, four, five minutes each, but they're all extremely helpful. So if you feel like maybe there's something something missing somewhere in your Christian life. If you feel like, you know, you just haven't reached your full potential or or there's just something lacking, if you just feel maybe distant from God, I would just check out where you're at in your um uh, in the process of discipleship and following Jesus. Um, you know, it's great to say, hey, I've become a Christian, but the bottom line is what's changed? Has my life changed? And this is not about rules. This is about growing in our relationship with Jesus, because if we grow in our relationship with him, everything changes. So check out Multiply. I know it'll help you. It was a very challenging book for me. I've actually gone back through it, um, different sections of it several times over the years. So Definitely check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes with that one and all the others. Now, I want to give you another um, phenomenal book that really impacted me over 2018. In fact, I'll I'll say this is probably the best book that I read in 2018. It's by one of my favorite authors, uh, Mark Batterson. He's a pastor and an author and brilliant communicator. 
But his book, um, and I've read several of his, but this book that had such an impact on me is called Whisper. And Whisper is a book written to Christians on how to hear God's voice. Does God speak? I mean, that's a, that's a great question for us to consider. I mean, we're in 2019. Does, does God really still speak? You know, somebody said that uh, if, if um, we speak to God, it's called prayer. But if God speaks to us, we're considered schizophrenic. And, you know, I think sometimes that's how we look at it. But in reality, if you're a Christian, if you're a person of faith, we know that the Bible teaches that God is always speaking. And God is not hiding somewhere. He wants to be found. He wants to communicate with us. But often we don't really understand how that takes place, and we don't really understand how God speaks or how He wants to speak to us. And in Whisper, Mark just does such a wonderful job of, of telling us how God speaks today. And I think one of the other things that he emphasizes so well in, in Whisper is the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit inside us as Christians. How do we hear that still, small voice? Um, what do we do to put ourselves in a position to hear God speak? If you've never read anything by Mark Batterson, I challenge you to pick this book up. This is such a phenomenal read. You'll go back to it over and over again. It's, a, it's an easy read. Mark's a great storyteller. He's, he's um, energetic. His writing style is, is just wonderful. You'll enjoy reading it, but it's going to impact you as well. So definitely check out Whisper, my top book for 2018. Now, before I close, I want to give you a couple of bonus recommendations. I don't recommend a lot of fiction, and I especially don't recommend a lot of Christian fiction because I, there's just a lot of it that, that, that I'm not a huge fan of. Um, it just seems kind of syrupy to me. But every now and then I'll come across a great story written by somebody who is a Christian that really impacts me. And I read one recently. Um, it was a Christian novel, and it's called Carbon 14, The Shroud of Turin. Now, that may not sound like the title of a novel, but it actually is by a guy named R.A. Williams. But it's a, a bit of a historical novel. It's actually set in the 80s, um, and, and it regards the amazing uh, Shroud of Turin. And he's really done his homework. The author's really done his homework, and um, he talks a lot about the Shroud of Turin. And if you've read my book, Reflections on the Resurrection, I actually have a whole chapter devoted to the Shroud of Turin. But this novel actually centers around um, whether or not the Shroud of Turin is a legitimate Christian relic. Is it the burial cloth of Jesus or is it a medieval forgery? And so in the context of a great story, a very fast-paced story, um, some great twists and turns, some great action, um, in the midst of a great story and even a little bit of a love story, he talks about the Shroud of Turin. So this is a fun, fun novel. I really enjoyed it. Carbon 14, The Shroud of Turin by R.A. Williams. Check it out. And as we're getting ready to close, I would be so amiss if I didn't 
um, recommend my own books, um, definitely go to davidspell.com. Check out up at the top corner where it says books, um, resources. Definitely check that page because I've got 12 books out now. And there is probably something on that list that would interest you. From Bible studies to true stories of my police career to a book on leadership to some other biblical studies books to my latest uh, work, the Zombie Terror War series. And this is, and some people have actually said this is Christian fiction. I didn't necessarily start off trying to write Christian novels, but. Uh, I am a Christian, and it does come across in the books, but uh, these are, are fast-paced, action-packed novels um, dealing with a, a, a zombie apocalypse of, source, uh, of sorts um, created by terrorists. And, uh, you know, again, fast-paced books. People are loving them, um, getting some good reviews on Amazon. And definitely, if you're looking for something to read, Check out and see what I have to offer. While you're at davidspell.com, make sure you subscribe. Um, it's great to have you on my subscribers list. That way you get my subscribers-only newsletter that I send out once a month. And you're the first one to find out about special projects that I'm involved in, uh, ministry opportunities as, as my wife and I serve in different parts of the world. And we would love to stay in touch with you. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. And uh, until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep on reading. <laughs>